There are many fabulous content creators within the 3DX chat community. But some creators go above and beyond simply just churning out their own content, by helping others to get involved as well, and giving them a platform to showcase their talents. This is the 3DX Chat text-to-speech podcast and tonight I'll be chatting to one such pillar of the community. Welcome to another episode of the text-to-speech podcast. I think most of you know the drill by now. But, if you are new to the podcast, I'm your host, Laura TWK, and when I'm not too busy blogging or making my own perverted content, I like to drag members of the community into my podcast studio to get their points of view on various things that are going on in the community. With that being said, for a change of pace this week, instead of having a panel of guests to discuss a specific topic, I'll just be putting the spotlight on one community member to highlight all the fantastic stuff that she does within our lewd little community. Not only is she someone that I admire greatly, but also a worthy recipient of one of our coveted Golden Microphone Awards from our end-of-year TTS Podcast Awards. Before I bring her in though, I'd just like to take a moment to mention a few things that are going on. First up, I'd like to offer my congratulations to friend of the show and TTS Podcast Awards judge, Felicia Black, who got married yesterday in a beautiful ceremony at the Rose Chapel. Moving on to today, we've got Smart and Sexy Day, which is a chance to encourage women to present themselves as best as possible to make a positive impression and to build confidence. And I'm sure I'm not alone in saying that confidence is sexy. Then, hot on the heels of Smart and Sexy Day, tomorrow is. Actually, before I get onto that one, I need to give my adult content warning for this episode as I am pretty positive we will be chatting about some very adult themes. The first of which is tomorrow's special day. One which also happens to be one of my personal favorite days of the year, and that is Steak and Blowjob Day. There's this guy you might know, his name is Bob, it's become an annual tradition for me to give him a special treat to celebrate Steak and Blowjob Day, but I'm sure none of you are interested in hearing about what filth we get up to. Instead, let's get on with the show. And since I've already done plenty of talking, I think it would be best if I allow my guest to do the honors and introduce herself to you. And I am honoured to be here with you tonight, Laura. I'm a huge fan of the TTS podcast, so for me, being here tonight is a real privilege. I love what you have been doing with the channel, and I am always looking forward to the next episode. So being on one is an honour indeed. But, I suppose I better say hello. I'm Betty Boo, and for the last three years, I have been doing the do as I like to say, with lots of exciting guys and gals, and sharing those steamy encounters on my Studio Boo website. But, if it wasn't for all those deliciously dirty people out there, I'd not be able to share any of my adventures. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's something I've wanted to do for a long time. Fun fact, this coming Thursday is my eight-year anniversary of first logging into 3DX Chat, and I was thinking about doing an episode on that. But I feel that I get to talk about myself enough on every show so it would be better to showcase someone else instead. That was the perfect excuse to invite you on and talk about you instead. Well I am delighted to be here honey. Before we go any further, I will apologize in advance if I'm a little grumpy tonight. Earlier today I found out that Google have restricted access to my blog to readers who are signed into a Google account, so I'm a little bummed out about that. I guess those are the perils of creating explicit content. We are constantly walking a tightrope. I know what you mean. I have had similar issues with my Google Drive. 
For some strange reason Google does not like seeing me with my ankles by my ears, but I cannot for the life of me think why. And I disagree with what you said earlier. I am sure people love hearing about what you have been up to. I know I do. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, I get it. Google want to protect themselves and not be liable for minors being able to access adult content. A little notice of their policy changes would have been nice. It sucks when you only find out about something like that when someone randomly has to tell you that they cannot access your site after you have shared a link with them. But enough about my website, let's talk about yours instead. Your TTS Podcast Award-winning site. I will be honest. I was shocked when I found out I had been put forward for that award, but listening to that podcast and then realising I had won was a real thrill. As I said, I've been a fan of the podcast for some time, and when someone appreciates your work, it's a great feeling. I think it was well-deserved because I think your site is very well done. Although, another apology from me. I know that you had been in the process of moving to a new site but I hadn't realised that there had been a URL change from your previous one so I discovered yesterday that I had an outdated link from my blog to it. Sorry about that. It's fine, honestly. And it wasn't something I was expecting, so when it did happen, I was over the moon. For those that have not yet had the pleasure of viewing your lewd content on your site, do you quickly want to let them know where they can find it and what to expect? Well, you can find the website at bettybooproduction.wixsite.com slash boostudios, or you can view little tasters of shoots on my Twitter page at bettyboophotos. The website really documents my rather lewd adventures on 3DX. Being something of an exhibitionist, I get a kick out of people seeing me doing the do, so putting up high-quality images of my exploits seemed to me to tick several boxes in what I wanted out of 3DX. It explores most things from group sex, through to couples. Swinging and dogging, even a time when I became stuck in a lift with a close friend of mine. You should have seen the lift engineer's face when the doors opened. That must have been quite the surprise for him. Should I ask if he was invited to join in? I did ask if he wanted to appear as an extra. And I do get those requests. They tend to be from people whose partners wouldn't be too happy if they did join in. I guess that sort of thing could be quite a minefield to have to navigate. I mean I also still feel a bit awkward when casting married porn stars in my content even if I know their spouses are totally cool with it. I know what you mean there. I like to try and talk to both and with swinging I do tend to have a lot of couples. Swinging is one of those worlds that I don't really know much about. Most of my experience of it has been in a voyeur sort of role just watching others particularly at the shoes most couples in one hotel room venue. Admittedly I have joined in with them once or twice, but that was mostly back in my early days of 2015. Oh, I adore the shoes. Lovely people. Madam Shu is actually my oldest still active friend on my friend list, so we go right back. So yeah, good people. I've done some shoots with them both, and they are just so easy to work with, and such nice people too. I think they are one of the few couples I don't have to quiz before taking the lens cap off. I don't think I've seen those shoots actually. I'll definitely have to check them out when I've got some spare minutes. They were on the old site, but there's some recent ones on Twitter. Although they aren't very active at the moment, I think their hotel is a great little place for swingers. I'd certainly recommend it if you do happen to catch it open. I would too, definitely worth a visit.
So about the old site and new site, are you still in the process of migrating older content over? Or are you starting with a clean slate for the new one? The new site is being updated. It was becoming slow with over 50 shoots on it so I've begun migrating a lot of the high-resolution content over to Google Drive to make the site a little faster. After that, the aim is to add links in for the older content which will follow later this year. It's a lot of work. The benefit is that it will be faster and have even more content. And it's all free. I dislike the idea of charging for something that is fun and should be free. The worry of ever having to move my site, such as because of this Google nonsense, is something that I always have at the back of my mind. I already had to do it once when Tumblr banned sexual content. That was a massive task and I have twice as much content now. So I can definitely relate to how arduous it can be making that sort of transition. And you've also recently announced a brand new area for the new site which is specifically for friends to be able to feature their own content, right? Well I love creating content, and love other people doing it too. So I thought perhaps I could offer slots on my site where they could publish their own shoots. And full credit would go to them. I get to see my bum pounding something most days, it's fun to see others doing it. And creating content makes 3DX chat more than just a sex game. Right, so let's dig into that a little bit. I think you started back in 2015, the same as me. But you said you have been creating content for three years. So what was it that made you decide to get into it after having already been around the community for a few years? Oh, that's a hard one. If I am honest it was boredom and Covid. You know what I mean when I say after a few years you go around 3DX and eat sleep screw repeat. I have done a lot with my time here. I was a hostess, I was an escort, I've been a dancer, a DJ. And in a way that was content creation, but I wanted to do something with my favourite pastime and this was born out of an accident. I took a few pics during a session with my ex-husband on here. He thought they were great. And it snowballed from there. I think it took me four months to get to the point of being bored with just fucking around. Can I ask why you started? I mean you have your site, the podcast which is amazing by the way. What made you do it? Sorry, I just had to stop myself from giggling then when you said snowballed. I was getting dirty thoughts. I think he snowballed all over those first pictures. And I love the idea of my pictures having that effect on people. To answer your question, it was pretty similar for me really. After three or four months of fucking and sucking, I just got a bit bored of the meaningless casual sex. Most of it was pretty bad because my partners were either silent and just clicked through poses. Or would only type that they were moaning, or just say things like oh yeah and you like that baby. Exactly. Some classic lines those. Oh baby yes. I wasn't sure who wrote the book on those. So I found that I spent most of my time taking pics. And I just didn't want all the time I spent taking them to go to waste. I looked around and found a few people were casually using Tumblr and I decided to give that a go. It just kind of went from there really. You came to the same conclusion as me. It adds a whole new dimension, don't you think? The funny thing is, I have no background in photography or anything like that, and as more and more people started posting pics, I felt like kind of a fraud describing myself as a 3DX chat photographer. There are so many people who are way more talented at it and actually know what they are doing. 
So I decided to pivot into the blogger role as there wasn't really anyone else doing that sort of thing. I don't think that was fraud. The idea is to enjoy what you do and everyone has a different eye, which makes pictures unique. But your blog certainly gets my pulse racing I must say. That's certainly my aim, to titillate and inform. Please keep doing that. But back to you. Was that moment when you decided to become a creator when Studio Boo was born? Or did that come later? Initially, it was just pictures for fun. But the more I took, the more I was hooked on making them, and more people got involved and from that the studio just came into being. I can't say it was a definite move on my part but more a collective move by a group of very lewd people. But I love what the studio does, and I adore the people who have helped and been a part of it. And all in all I've had some of the best encounters I've ever had in 3DX. The fact is what I do does need people, and without them we don't have pictures. So how do you go about recruiting performers? Are you on the lookout for new talent that you could approach and invite to take part? Or do you accept approaches from performers who are looking to add to their own personal portfolios of work? That's a complicated one. I used to do castings and it got to the point where I was doing between 20 to 25 a week and it was just too much. The main problem always was the quality of the partner you had and some of the people I work with are very strict on who they will work with. So it does get difficult to find talent. I am always looking and I now tend to find them by accident or on recommendations mainly. Geez, that is a lot of castings each week. A friend of mine once said you have to fuck a lot of frogs to find those prince charmings. And it was. In fact it was too much. So I don't do that now. That's pretty understandable. What about performing for others? Do you get up to much of that? I mean, I think we've only actually met once in the game and that was when you appeared in a short scene for my Try Not To Come Challenge video. Is there much demand from other producers for a bit of boo? I remember that one. That was a while ago. I do get offers, not as often as I'd like. Some of the challenges are time zones and work, but I have done a few with BBC Royal. But I am open to doing more external shoots. I think people think because I am a producer, I won't do them. I know exactly what you are saying. Do you have the same problem? I think so. I've long assumed that other producers think that I won't want to go from the role of being my own boss to working for someone else, so I rarely get offered jobs as a performer, which is a shame because I would love to do more performing also having to worry about all the other stuff that comes with also being the producer. And, to be honest, when I approached you about that scene, I wasn't sure you would be interested. Well, it was a small scene, and probably a good way to start but I think perhaps maybe I am not loud enough about putting myself into other people's shoots. In truth, I have often wondered about asking you, but assumed you would be like me, busy with content. I am guilty of it, I do admit. I'll always listen to offers, especially from people who I am a fan of like you. The only jobs I turn down are from people who I don't believe are being sincere, and just try to use the role of producer to get girls to fuck them. I know there are some of them around. Oh, I have had a few of those. There was the time that one producer tried to get me to do a gang rape scene, even though I had already told him that that was one of the things I wouldn't do. Oh no, I always discuss a scene first and that's something I would say to anyone going into it. Always get the layout of a scene. 
I've been asked to do really yuck things, and the answer is definitely no. Yeah, I have a well-rehearsed spiel I give about what I won't do. It's the first thing I say. But he thought he could just get me on set and then I'd be forced to go with it. No, your body, your rules, I couldn't agree more. But from what I hear, there are producers that pull that sort of shit and get away with it. There are, and it gives genuine creators a bad name. We are in the lucky situation where we are established enough that we can say no and walk away. We're not wannabe stars who are desperate to get our big break and feel pressured into going along with it. And that upsets me, because one bad experience can put someone off who could have found a new way to experience 3DX. Totally. I always say if it's not you, walk away and don't be ashamed to do so. On that note, you obviously have plenty of sage wisdom to offer to newcomers and I love that you share that in your Porn Star Academy posts. Would you like to talk a little about those? The PSA. It came out of a discussion with a good friend of mine, Shelley Saxon. I was a bit tired of hearing horror stories of fake shoots and bad experiences, so I decided if I couldn't open a 3D Born Academy, I would produce monthly posts covering off the things that don't pop into people's minds when their clothes are coming off. I mean as we have just said, there is a lot to consider, and I wanted to try and help make the process easier, not only for models, but for people wanting to set up their own groups and do their own thing. It's easier to enjoy the moment when all the details are taken care of beforehand. So I just offer little bits of lessons learned over the past years and hope they come in useful to someone. I find them fascinating to read. Especially since it gives me the impression that we work quite differently when directing performers. It's always made me intrigued to experience it firsthand to get a different perspective and see what else I could take away as lessons for myself. I appreciate that you are super busy though so I was reluctant to push myself as I felt it unfair to potentially take a role that could go to someone who doesn't already have their own platform to promote themselves. I have always thought about getting others involved in PSA, because I am not the holy grail of sex in 3DX, and other perspectives are just as valid. And you should have pushed. I welcome a good push from time to time. Well, like I say, I'd feel bad if someone else missed out because of me. But it would be an honor to perform for Studio Boo at some point. I would love you to. I need to push myself to ask more people. There are so many great models out there, and I have assumed they would be too busy to take part. There are so many preconceptions I think we all have that could easily be sorted out through a good chat. Give some of those great models that you haven't used before priority, but then we can certainly sort something out. I'd like that a lot. Laura, I consider you one of those great models, and I for one would love to see you on set. Okay, it'll happen, I promise. I will hold you to that. That's fine with me. You have all the podcast's listeners as your witnesses to that agreement now. Anyway, again, enough about me. There are still a few more things I'd like to talk about about you before we mention a few other non-boo items. Please ask away. So, I was furiously typing away on my laptop a moment ago. I promise I was paying attention to what you were saying. But the reason being that I was trying to pull up something I prepared earlier that I wanted to get your reaction to. Sounds very cryptic. I am intrigued now. I've mentioned ChatGPT in a few recent episodes because I find it really interesting, and earlier today I challenged it to write me an introduction about you. I think it got a few things a bit wrong but would you like to hear what it came up with? Oh I have to hear this, 
Please go on. Okay, so you can judge how well it did and let us know. Ready. I'm ready. And nervous. Betty Boo is an artist and animator who is known for her work in the 3DX chat community. She creates unique and immersive 3D experiences, which are highly praised for their attention to detail and creativity. Betty Boo also runs her own production company, Boo Studios, which specializes in creating high-quality 3D content. On her Twitter page, she shares her latest works and updates on her projects, giving her followers a glimpse into her creative process. Betty Boo's work has gained a significant following in the 3DX chat community, and she is highly respected for her skills and contributions to the community. And an AI wrote this. Yes. Your thoughts? I'm surprised, I wouldn't say I was an animator, but overall it's really well written. It's not as playful as say, something you would write, but it does have a professional feel to it. Yeah, I think the name 3DX chat has maybe confused it a little about the exact nature of your content, making it think that it is 3D animation instead of photographs. But I think it does pretty well with the rest of it. It's creatively written, and reads well and smoothly too. It is a little dry, but I am impressed. To be honest, I was just relieved that I actually got it to talk specifically about you and not confuse you with the other Betty Boo. Yes, I am surprised it didn't get me confused with my namesake. The more famous Betty, who would have been the obvious choice, but perhaps this AI has heard about the sex-grazed producer in 3DX. I think Jesse pointed out in the post-show for the last episode that AI can definitely be a little pervert when it wants to be, so who knows. Perhaps the soul of the machine that Zeno mentioned is revealing itself once again. I definitely think it needs a dash of lewd and pinch of pervy, and it would be perfect. I think you could copy and paste that thought for most things in life. I agree, but I do wonder what skills the AI was alluding to. Perhaps you're cocksucking. Oh definitely, I have been highly complimented on that. It's one of my favourite pastimes. Any other skills you are particularly proud of? And when I say skills, I think we both know what I am getting at. Actually, cocksucking is not a skill for me, it's a pleasure. As well as having my face between a girl's thighs. I do have a kink for oral, especially taking guys to the edge and then, cooling them. Okay, I can be a little cruel, but in a playful way. But when it comes down to it, pardon the pun, it's always going to end explosively. Yes, if you are going to be a tease, they deserve to get that happy ending eventually. Never leave them hanging. And that's actually taken us in completely the opposite direction to the other question that I wanted to ask you, so this is going to be a slightly jarring segue, but the other thing I wanted to quickly touch on was today being smart and sexy day. Oh dear. Change the subject back quickly. I've definitely always had the impression of you as someone who presents herself as both smart and sexy. Are you saying that I've got that preconceived idea spectacularly wrong? That's a sticky question, Nora. Let me see. I would say I am but I want to be humble with it. I'm not everyone's cup of tea but then to me if I put a smile on some faces, then I am content with that. So no, I don't think you are wrong, but I do cringe at blowing my own trumpet. Besides I would say you were the smart sexer one. The proof is in what you do. Well I do have two degrees but like you, I don't want to be a show-off. Besides, I have rotted my brain since then with all thus pervy content. That is part of smart and sexy day though. To tell women that it is okay to feel empowered by your accomplishments, 
both academically and professionally. And to not to be ashamed to project that with the way they dress. And that's one of the things I love about what I see of your content. On one hand, when the clothes are on, you look super professional. Like a total boss. And then the clothes come off and your sexual empowerment is unleashed. That's so nice of you to say. That has certainly put a smile on my face. It is the same with you though. You know what you are doing, your purpose and goals, and you are not afraid to go after them. And I think it's a lesson for all women to not feel they have to stand in a corner, but to stand up and be counted and discover the joy in themselves and in what they do. Yes, we fuck on here and produce porn, that doesn't make the accomplishment any less. If people like watching me riding a nice cock, then I have made someone happy. I couldn't agree more with that notion. And that's one of the super curious things about 3DX chat. So much of it is run by women. Just think of all of the clubs and groups and porn studios that have a woman at the helm. It's quite remarkable really. Long may that continue I say. I think it's a good thing that it is, and I agree, long may it continue. But I always like to consider the contributions of our male friends too who do their bit to make this place interesting. For sure. Even those players that scream at the devs every time a new update comes out that doesn't contain those FFF poses that they so desperately crave, must admit that the guys are important here too. Plus finding guys to be performers is always the bit that I find hardest, so I value the ones I do get to work with. I know, finding great guys is hard, and I wish there was an easier way to find guys who fit the bill. Not everyone can do this, and like you I tend to hold on to those that have that edge. It is one of the mysteries of 3DX I have not fathomed out. Right, there were a few listener questions I would have liked to throw at you but I think we are running out of time. Perhaps you can come back in the future for a quick post-show episode for those, what do you say? That time already. I would love to come back and very happy to answer those questions. Well, there are just one or two community topics I'd like to mention before we go. Since they are sort of current events, it would make sense to deal with those now. I can grill you on some of your deepest darkest secrets another time. I'm sure those questions will still be as relevant then as they are now. Let's do it. I'm sure my secrets will keep till then. Actually, there is one that I have to ask you right now. Pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? Oh yes, I know some people say no, but come on. Try it. It's delicious. Oh dear. I wish I hadn't asked. But I need to ask the tough questions that the community demands answers to. I am a little kinky. But I am sure people will get over my pineapple fetish. Hang on. Is pineapple on pizza a swinger thing? Now that would be telling. I saw something trending the other day about upside-down pineapples in shopping carts being used by swingers. Does that extend to pizzas too? So you saw that? No, on pizzas, pineapple is purely a selfish indulgence and not a secret sign for swingers. I didn't see the doc that was discussing it. Just that it was trending on Twitter afterwards. Damn, I thought I had cracked the riddle of why some people ruin their pizzas. I bet this will start a new trend where people will put pineapple pizzas outside their doors. Brings a whole new meaning to the term stuffed crust. Or possibly an invite to an all-you-can-eat pineapple pizza penis party. I should explain for the benefit of listeners who have no idea what we are talking about. There's a sex documentary that's currently airing in the UK called Sex Actually.
One of the revelations in the last episode was something along the lines of swingers in supermarkets putting an upside-down pineapple in their carts to indicate to others that they are swingers. Is that right? Yes, that's it. And I have to say it's one of the more obscure signs I have seen used. I wouldn't take it as gospel though. You don't want to offend some person who innocently buys a pineapple by assuming they are down to fuck. Now, I may be wrong about this, but I have a vague recollection of the documentary producers making an inquiry within the 3DX chat community for people willing to talk about virtual sex. Although it's possible that I've got confused with some other show though. I'd say watch this space though. Our little community could soon be getting mentioned on TV. I have heard something similar, but I did think it was just a rumour. There have been a few times over the years that showmakers have asked for applicants to talk about virtual sex. One player did get featured on a show maybe five or six years ago. I forget his name now. Actually I want to say it might have been Angelo or something like that, but don't quote me on that. I do remember that he was best known in-game for being a bartender. Anyway, in the dock the host met up with him in person and he showed the host around 3DX chat. I think the host ended up randomly fucking someone on the old beach. I think I remember that one. I can't recall the show though. I don't think I got to see it. It was quite interesting. I'll have to see if I can find a link to it so others can see it. I'll stick that in the description if I manage to find it. And I reckon that show was the first place I ever encountered the word teledildonics, which I thought was hilarious at the time. That's quite a word. I wonder who came up with that one. I never suspected then that just a few years later I'd have a nice collection of my own teledildonic devices. But, then again, I never thought I'd still be here playing this game either. I have toyed with the idea of getting one. I know the puns are getting worse. Never apologize for a good pun. And I am always happy to offer advice to any ladies who are tempted by the thought of getting themselves something from Lovance. And I also thought this game would be just a fad. All these years later I am still here doing the do. Very much doing the do. I love it, especially now 3DX has grown as it has. Anyway, that is a digression in the conversation that I totally wasn't expecting from what was supposed to be a very quick fire question about pizza. So just one last thing before we wrap up because you've kind of led into it nicely there. Have you caught the latest teasers from the devs about upcoming content? Any thoughts on those, if you have? I have been keeping an eye on that. Some of the latest additions have been great, especially on the clothing side. I am especially interested in some of the new props and poses coming in. We do need more casual poses and I am glad I can soon replace the bottles in my bar with the new ones coming in. I am excited to see what they bring in next, I am sure we will be seeing more this summer. They've very recently teased another pose animation in the Discord server which looks pretty sexy. The community response to it actually wasn't very good, but I'm looking forward to that one. The food and drink stuff they've shown off, isn't really something I'll personally use. But it's good stuff to add nevertheless. Hopefully there will be more teasers posted in the dev blog soon. It would be a shame if the blog was a one and done type of deal. I like for props, I use a lot of set builds so for me it's a great addition. I'm sure there will be more on that front. It beats what we had when this started out, four rooms and room extensions made from cubes and tables. I'm really showing my age now.
Some listeners are probably fed up with me always going on about the old days when we had so little to work with, so I'll bite my tongue this time. I think we are the same in that respect. Sorry everyone. And I think that's probably a good place to start wrapping things up. As much as I would like to ask you more, that'll have to wait for another time. It has been a pleasure to be here tonight and I have enjoyed chatting with you. Before we sign off, is there anything you would like to promote or advertise? At the moment I would like to mention the new section on my website offering space to would-be models. If you have a shoot you would like to have published, please drop me a line on Twitter at Betty Boo Photos. I would also like to thank you Laura for having me over tonight. It has been an experience, and I will certainly be in touch about you coming to see us at Studio Boo. As I said at the start, it was long overdue that I got you in the podcast studio, so thank you so much for being so generous with your time. That goes for all the guests that joined me actually. The show simply couldn't happen without all of you. As usual I'll stick links to your site and social media accounts in the description below. Thank you so much. It has been a pleasure. And, if anyone wants to find out more on Smart and Sexy Day, head over to my blog where I've posted an article with some very special contributions from a few very smart and sexy ladies from within the community. Just a reminder that you will now need a Google account to access my blog. Thanks for that fucking Google. But on that note, if you are affected and can no longer access my blog, please do let me know so I can work out the scale of any potential problem and look into other solutions. Hopefully the podcast doesn't get struck down next, because I'd like to return in two weeks' time for another episode. Fingers crossed on that one. I won't be taking anything for granted now though. I do hope it doesn't. Get those fingers crossed then Betty. That goes for all you listeners too. I've got everything crossed for you. I appreciate that greatly. And on that bombshell, that's all for tonight. See you soon. Bye. Good night, beautiful people. Beautiful. What a pun, I love it. I can't help myself.